Here is what you missed this morning on the Catholic Morning Show. All right, let's go to our next guest, speaker, author, coach, Kendra Von Esch. Hi, coach. <laughs> hey, John. How you doing? That is amazing with that Eucharist. Isn't that cool? I'm telling you people. Oh, I'm, yeah. I, I, it is cool. And I, I think that there are some things. How old was that, was that person? 16. Okay, I don't know what's going on, but there are young people that Jesus is, is coming toward. I spoke with a man who was at Mass with his son, and as the priest was holding up the Eucharist, he said, oh, Dad, it's glowing. Mm. And of course, Dad couldn't see it, but the kid could. And so, I don't know, Jesus is working amazing things in this it's just incredible Eucharistic faith. revival that we're in right now. Yeah. Incredible faith. No, no doubt about that. Uh, the Eucharistic revival. It's uh, the, the, the Lord Jesus is there. It's the, it's the source and summit, as, as we say in the church, of our faith. So everything hinders on the Eucharist. And as we were saying earlier in the show, friends, St. John Vianney, who said this, all, all of our happy, everything we're looking for is found right there. So uh, here we go. All right. We're continuing on in our series on addictions today. How our thoughts are killing our soul. Kendra. <laughs> yeah, unfortunately. So, you know, we hear in the Bible that um, if you're looking at someone lustfully with your eyes, you've already committed adultery with them in your heart. And a lot of the time, we allow ourselves to just kind of entertain and we bask or we fantasize about things, and we don't catch that thought. We just keep thinking about it, which then will start producing some emotions in our bodies, some sensations, and we're most likely, if we continue to entertain that thought and fantasize about whatever it is that we're thinking about doing, and it doesn't have to be adultery per se, but we're going to end up going through that act. And that's, you know, we talked last week about the brain and the body and the chemical reactions and things that happen to us when we're younger that still trigger us today. And Just be aware that the more that we learn and we think that our bodies and our brains are actually putting that into our memory. So we can fantasize about things that don't even happen, and our body doesn't even know that they're not happening. Mm. But it's going through the same kind of, you know, physical sensations. So when it comes to those mortal sins... And by the way, not going to Mass is a mortal sin. I know a lot of us may not realize that or think, oh, I'll be okay, but I'm reiterating that to the folks out there because we need to be in a state of grace. That's the first commandment that God says to us. Keep me the center of your life. Make me your idol, your worship, not, oh, football that's coming up. You should hear my husband talking about the football season that's coming up. And I'm like, boy, I wish you would talk about God like that. Mm. But of course, the world, you know, can come in front of of God. So the Eucharist is protection as well. And confession and all of these things that come from our church is so helpful in the battle. Because before you know it, those, those fantasies and those thoughts can then turn into true sinful behavior. What do you, you know? what do you suggest people do when faced with temptation in the moment? In the moment, stop, pause, pray. 
it's like stop, drop, and roll. Think about when you're on fire. I've never been on fire, but yeah. I've been told that when you are on fire, you shouldn't run around like a crazy lunatic because you're just bringing more oxygen to fuel the fire even more. But that's what I would do because I'd be afraid. But if I stopped, I dropped, and I rolled, I could put it out. I think about that in real life when it comes to sin. When you're standing right in front of it, right in front of it, I think of fire and hell. And I think, is this really worth my soul? Mm. Is this 15 seconds in sometimes, you know, in some cases of pleasure worth it? 15 minutes of pleasure? It's never worth it. Because when we get on the other side of that sin, oh my goodness, <laughs> the pain and the shame and the, you know, lack of respect for ourselves and how mad we are way outweigh that moment of pleasure. So think about fire. I don't want fire licking my tushy for eternity. No way. It's not worth it. And then pause, stop, pause, and pray. Half the time, if we just took a second, just a second, and walked away, distracted ourselves with something else, Pray a deliverance prayer, right? In the name of Jesus Christ, I bind the spirit of pornography or of adultery or of impurity. And then ask for God's control and temperance and peace to just shower over us. That's the first thing that we should all do is take a break, because half the time our bodies are just urging us to go do that thing. And then we don't listen, we don't pay attention, we just fall back into our subconscious programs, and before you know it, we've done the deed, and now we've got to go back to confession. <laughs> well, I was going to say, you mentioned, you've mentioned numerous times in that the power of confession uh, and the graces that can flow from that, from you know, just one confession um, to, to be able to help bind uh, and, and really cure uh, those sins. Yeah, for sure. I mean, my first confession was being gone for 26 years from the church. I was in what they call perfect possession meaning I was doing everything the demons wanted me to do. They didn't have to attack me. They didn't have to do anything because I was playing right along. And when I went into that confessional after writing down on two double-sided eight-and-a-half by 11 sheets of paper all of my sins, <laughs> I had a lot. And I know that I didn't even cover ones that were mortal sins at the time because I didn't know birth control was a mortal sin, for example. I came out of that confessional, I was floating, John. Mm. The tears and the crying and everything was just as if tens of hundreds of pounds were laid off of my shoulders. I was, oh my gosh, I cannot tell you. It was amazing. And I continue to frequent confession because I'm even more aware of my sins. I'm not going in with mortal sins anymore, thank you, God. But the, the venial sins are still, I'm still coming out of there feeling lighter, more virtuous, stronger. And so I would encourage anybody, everybody, frequent that confessional. Hopefully you get a priest with some great counsel. It's almost like, I know it's not supposed to be spiritual direction, but sometimes you can get some beautiful counsel from the priest that can stick with you for your life. It's amazing. Not too long, Kendra. There's uh, there's people still in line. I know. 
Yeah. I know. That was yeah. me the first time. Yeah. I was in there for probably a half hour. The people out there, what did <laughs> she do? Mercy Sunday. What in the world right? did she do? Yeah. yeah. Uh, no, that's I, exactly I hear you. how I felt. I, and sometimes, you know, what I tell people is is if you do um, have that lifetime confession, uh, you know, you've been away for a long time, you can, you can always make an appointment, too. And, and priests will they'll, they'll sit down with you for 30, 45 minutes uh, or an hour sometimes. Totally. If, you know, they, they, they love they love walking people back into the faith and back into the church. It's just that's what they were ordained to do. So uh, if you need that, call up your pastor at local church and they'll uh, they'll make time for you. Kendra, you're great. Um, what's your website? KendraVanesh.com. Right? You got it. Right, and got it. my YouTube channel, same name. Follow me there for more crazy stuff on this Soul, Mind, and Body Walk. Kendra Von Esch. We'll talk to you soon. God bless you. You too. Take care. Listen to the Catholic Morning Show weekday mornings at 7 on the Iowa Catholic Radio Network, iowacatholicradio.com, or the Iowa Catholic Radio app.